mannequin turns to the other mannequin and say, it's over mannequin. I have the high ground. Wow. That's great. Was he on a pedestal? Yes. Oh, that makes so much sense. That was the best joke ever. High five, Belmar. <laughs> Welcome back to Conversation to Millennials. I'm Nikki Alley. And I'm Belmar. And uh, it's uh, the second week of March, y'all. Mm. It's Women's History Month. Happy to tell all the vaginas in your life. All the people who own vaginas. And I think a couple days ago was International Women's Day. Woohoo, yeah. I think it's yesterday. Yesterday. Yesterday was International Women's Day, y'all. Yay. And that was the 8th. Yes, yesterday, the 8th. Yeah, and or... International Men's Day is on November. Nobody cares about that. November 17th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm um, happy for equality. Oh, listen, I'm for equality, too, when men stop being absolute trash. Um, <laughs> um, but we're not here to talk about that because nobody cares. Uh, what we are going to talk about is your week. How was your week, Bumars? Actually, it's been pretty good. It's actually been pretty chill, and this morning, besides taking a nap 30 minutes before recording, yes. <laughs> I actually went to the cisterns in Houston. The oh. reverberation is just absolutely wonderful. Saw some light shows, so it was fantastic. How was your birthday? My birthday was actually nice. Pretty chill. I spent it with my family. Um, we actually watched Creed 2. I still have like a slice of like birthday cake I need to eat up. Mm, delicious mm-hmm. birthday cake. I love it so much. Um, my week was pretty boring. It doesn't matter what your week was. Wow, okay, damn great. girl, Pisces. Oh yes, if you're wondering who that third voice is, that is our guest speaker. What's your fake name going to be today? Kiwi. Kiwi. Uh, <laughs> no, if you're wondering about Kiwi, I'm not from Ireland. Then you can tell that my accent does not sound like. <laughs> I mean, not Ireland. I'm sorry. I was about to say, I was like, no, that's not right. Um, <laughs> the Kiwi birds. The Kiwi birds. But yes, this is Kiwi. Um, she's going to be chiming in just her random opinions today. So it's going to be great. Um, uh, so my week doesn't matter. So we're just going to skip my week because this Pisces, <laughs> this Pisces bitch over here was like, nobody cares about how your week was. I was just quoting Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I'm sure you were. Um, who is he, Pisces? Too? I don't know. I mean, what? Um, Maybe it's his birth. No, he's not. Um, he's something else. He's Canadian. Um, half Canadian, half Samoan. Half Samoan. Yes. Um, so it's May 2nd. Oh, it's May 2nd. So he's a not a Taurus. Is that a Taurus? Kaylin, you know. No, that's not a Taurus. That's a um, okay, never an, mind. An, uh, an Aries. No, he is a Taurus. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, listen, I forgot my goddamn dates. All right, so he's a Taurus. Okay. I love him even more. Um, Anyway, that was that's enough tomfoolery. Um, so we're gonna get into our favorite segment called the good, the bad, and um, your dick is ugly. I don't want to suck it. Um, so, <laughs> um, speaking of ugly motherfuckers, we're gonna talk about that Gail King R. Kelly interview first because I would love to stop talking about R. Kelly, but he just keeps getting on television He's and making a fool. Of himself, like a fool of himself, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, recently someone raised his money for his child support, so now he's out of jail. He's out of jail again? Yeah, today. God damn it, can y'all please just keep this delusional-ass motherfucker in jail for longer than a couple of hours? Please. He needs help. I need y'all to stop raising money for this man, okay? Will somebody raise money for me like that? Shit, I need to pay my student loans. I have an actual need, okay? Okay, he has mental 
issues. He does. He and you know what? Speaking of that, I know this should be like a whole separate topic, but mm-hmm. America, our social services isn't as great as compared to Canada. Mm-hmm. We really need help on social issues here. Well, we probably have like probably the shittiest. Um, for a first world health, country, first world country, like, like medical care. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But wait, I have to learn more about this R. Kelly, like, being out of jail news. Because I'm mad. Again. Listen, y'all gonna make me go off about R. Kelly again this week, and I don't want to do it. I'm trying to get my soul right. Trying so, to be back aligned. to the topic of women, since we were talking about, like, mental issues and uh-huh. how the U.S. is, like, a first world country where it has even terrible social issues wow wait hold on pause they paid a hundred and sixty one thousand dollars in child support for this motherfucker yeah to a sex i don't understand no but who raised it hold on this person is going to be staying anonymous after bitch somebody fucking tell us the name so we can drag this motherfucker through the ends of the earth (laughs) i want to know <laughs> Bless, Bless you. you. Um, God damn it! Can't keep this dumbass motherfucker in jail for longer than a couple of nights. Eight months of child support. Eight months of child support that you could not pay. <laughs> Bitch, what else do you have to spend it on besides uh, liquor and and women that you're trying to coerce into your silly sex cult? Anyway, we all are getting me off topic. I'm trying to talk about how Gail King is a fucking uh, badass, okay? <laughs> okay, let's go back, all right? So, if you do not know, Gail King and R. Kelly had an interview on, what day was that, Belmars? Do you know? Does anybody know the date of that? Well, they released it, I think. They released clips throughout this week, and I think they released the full interview on Thursday and Friday. So he, they interviewed two women that his living girlfriends were, like, 21 and 23. Oh, good God. Uh-huh. <laughs> And younger than us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they said R. Kelly would not be in the room, but then they start coughing loudly. Gail King thought, okay, then this is probably one of my person and my crew being really unprofessional, but nope, it's just R. Kelly just coughing in the background to make sure he they know that he was this let's let can we all remind let's remind everyone that Robert Kelly's fifty two years old. Okay, that's disgusting. This is with a 21-year-old, okay? Old enough to be her goddamn daddy. Okay? And, um, let's see. What else? Yeah, so it was the past week. Blah, blah, blah. But let's just talk about the fact that Gail King, like, just had the most composure. This entire... I don't care about R. Kelly. Fuck him. Okay? <laughs> Fuck him. But not literally, because he probably has all the issues. Oh, oh, oh me! <laughs> <laughs> but like, um, see, just the like, just the if you haven't seen it, it is a masterpiece of just, just like a man baby. If you thought Donald Trump was a terrible man baby, you have not seen someone have a meltdown like R. Kelly having a fucking temper tantrum in the middle of an interview just because Gail asked him a simple fucking question. <laughs> are you saying all these people are lying? Y'all are like, <laughs> just full on just like in the middle of the you look like a fool R. Kelly okay that's all but Gail King is just over here like Robert Robert and I'm just like yeah Gail channel that inner mother channel it cause he needs it he needs somebody 
to just sit like his a ass down. Just yes. Get him to listen. Yes. Exactly. Just sit your ass down. Yes. Thank you, Kiwi. Just sit your ass down, or Robert, and be calm, okay? And then he started going off on all these tangents. Well, like, why? But why did this man say that this is not about music? Robert, we know it's not about music. Your ass is a fucking child, Melissa. And then on top of that was really scary because I was with, um, also reading up an article about the lawyer who defended him in 2008. Yeah. Originally, like, he told him to change the song to Ignition because originally about a driving instructor teaching oh. someone how to drive we think you know what just change it to just you're just driving around with your girlfriend because i'm thinking because remember watching surviving okay all the songs are stories mm-hmm. trapped in the closet yeah. ain't nothing but a number mm-hmm. so i'm thinking some story of a girl yeah just i can't listen so um i just want to say to gail king that you are a treasure and we don't deserve you um <laughs> especially not r kelly because he's like I said, trash. But, like, it was just, if y'all haven't seen R. Kelly, like, Gail King interview, do it, watch it. It's amazing. Um, How long is the interview? Um, the full thing is, like, let me see. Uh, like, I've only seen bits of clips of it. The full TV. thing is, like, 46 whole minutes, y'all. But they said it was 80 minutes of, like, like, they were in there for 80 minutes, though. Yeah, because he, like, cried and yeah. stumbled yeah, off. Yeah, it's just very emotionally wrecked. Well, wrecked. I mean... Yeah, you should be, bitch. You're, you're, you're being like charged with ten counts of like child. Like I'm just, I don't understand. What was it? Sexual? Uh, uh, I think sexual assault. Child sexual assault. Child pornography. He was already charged with sixteen counts of child pornography. A couple of years. Well, not a couple. What about Michael Jackson when when his interactions were like little boys. Well, that that HBO interview did come out. We really we still haven't gotten to talk about that. I still yeah. haven't seen it though. But from what I've heard, it's very disturbing. Yeah, there was some criticism in the film for it being one sided only to the view of two victims, uh-huh. not the people of the Jackson estate. Uh-huh. And there also oh, is a musical coming out for Michael Jackson, as I heard. But they, I think they might postpone, might come out in 2020. Mm-hmm. And they're saying with Michael Jackson's legacy, how he's going to bounce back from it. Is it going to be like Kevin Spacey where they just canceled everything about him? Or it's going to be like a Woody Allen type situation. Well, but like... He's still around and still making movies. Well, see, the thing is with, like, Michael Jackson, though, it's kind of hard. Because nobody gives a fuck about Kevin Spacey. I'm sorry. He's a great actor. I'm not going to, like... He was a great actor, but I'm not going to... It's like comparing apples with fucking pineapples. Well, actually, that's... They're, they're both apples. <laughs> Whatever. You know, like, apples with kumquats or something. Like, it's like Michael Jackson is... Was amazing like you know like he has been performing since he was a fucking toddler okay like i'm just it's hard to compare the two of them because like michael jackson has so many more fans than it was easy to cancel kevin spacey because i barely know who the fuck kevin spacey is okay (laughs) screw him bye but like michael jackson has had an impact on people for ages and globally. Yeah, globally. He, his reach is ridiculous. So I don't see it happening that even if all of this does come out, unfortunately, that anybody's going to be all like, yeah, we're going to cancel Michael Jackson. Don't listen to any of his music. I'm going to burn his records. I'm going to burn all his merchandise. I'm going to do this. Like, that's not going to happen. He or, he's still going to have millions of fans around the world who will be like, it's not a big deal. He's dead. 
I mean, there's still some people pulling his records, but I'm pretty sure in a couple, well, sadly, when say a year or two, people are just gonna like let that. it fade out. Yeah, like they did with it when it originally happened. Like this is not the first time they've brought up allegations about you know Michael Jackson having some inappropriate relationships with children. Okay, this is not. I'm pretty. I heard about that when I was in middle school when he first died. Like, no, well, I heard about because I remember the trial came out in like 2005, 2006. Yeah, like we were super young when this started. See, again, this everything just it was happening when we were super young. So, like, I but I first heard about it when I was in middle school because, like, there's no way my parents would have told me about this when I because my mother loves Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. like, she would have never told me about this, but. Like, I first heard about it in middle school when he first died. So, I was just kind of like... Well, the truth's going to come out. Yeah. So, it's not like this is the first time it's ever happened. And, again, people let it let it ride. Mm-hmm. And then it faded out of existence. So, it's probably going to happen again this time. But yeah, the, the cycle's just going to repeat itself. Yeah. But, like, I mean, as... And, like, that's why I say you can't compare, the, like, the R. Kelly case or Kevin Spacey or anything like that to Michael Jackson because... Michael Jackson is Michael Jackson and he's dead. And like R. Kelly does not have near the reach that Michael Jackson does. Mar- R. Kelly is good, but R. Kelly is not Michael Jackson good. Okay? Like that's all I'm saying. <laughs> so yeah. it's far more likely that most people, the majority of R. Kelly fans, will cancel everything about R. Kelly. Yeah. Um as opposed to like Michael Jackson. So but anyway, y'all got me on top of again. We're just talking about how Gail is amazing. Yes, I'm guessing also in good news, yeah. um, Steph Curry releases a sneaker yeah. signed by a little girl who actually loves basketball. She wanted his shoes, mm-hmm. but they didn't make them in girl sizes. So oh. he decided to release the shoe and make it in like smaller sizes. So he's like, okay, these shoes are unisex. So you can yeah. just get their grown size and smaller sizes. Uh-huh. So they decide to redesign a shoe. They're super cute guys. They're purple. They've got like cute little laces on them. Look oh, at them. Geez. There's things in the inside. So adorable. So which is empowering because you know girls love basketball too. Exactly. Y'all please stop acting like girls don't like sports. I'm so tired of this nonsense. Um but yes, good on you, Steph Curry. Like I'm so proud. Um yeah, I love that. Um, what else? Okay, we were also going to talk about moving on. Um, oh, the presidential candidates who are the people who are running for president. So there's a lot of DNC candidates. Oh my god, so many women, so many people in general. But so many women. Bernie Sanders is running again, and I'm like, why? Please stop. I mean, yeah. not that I don't like him, but well, he's old for one thing, older than Donald Trump. Yeah. Yeah. So um, th- but he probably is in way better shape than Donald Trump. I mean, and then on top of that, his platform that was ran back in 2016, it's kind of like the standard for the 2020 thing. So he really doesn't stand out anymore. Yeah. Like, and um, like uh, I need people to be tired of old white men. I need them. I need it. I need y'all to be tired of old white men. You had a great black man in office, and then you just went backwards. Now all y'all are talking about flat Earth. And y'all are not giving the kids vaccines. And <laughs> next you're going to be like, what the hell is gravity? It doesn't exist. The moon landing was fake. I'm sorry. Please stop. Okay. Just just elect a woman 
or a black woman, even better. Oh my God, if we went from him to a black woman, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that would be amazing. Hey, let's focus on Kamala Harris. Yes, Kamala Harris, speaking of black women, is uh, a, uh, she was born October 20th. Oh, she's a, she's a, uh, a Scorpio. Mm hmm. Uh, wait, is she Scorpio? Yes, yes. No. Or borderline to Libra? She might be a Libra. I mean, she might be a cusp. Libra Scorpio cusp. Um, she's a Democratic member of the U.S. Senate from California. She's amazing. If you haven't seen her work, <laughs> go look at it. <laughs> she's great. She was especially fantastic. I first noticed her when she did that hearing for... Um, Kavanaugh? Yeah, Kavanaugh, yeah. the Kavanaugh hearings. She was amazing because she just sat there and she was like, I'm not here for your bullshit. Brett fucking Kavanaugh. You lying-ass mother shooter. Um, she is the second black woman elected to the U.S. Senate and the first Indian-American to serve in chamber. So you go, Kamala. Um, she was announced she was running for president January 21st, 2019. And the world lost its goddamn mind. Okay? <laughs> now everybody is questioning her about, like, is she black enough? Is she woman enough? Oh, my God. Is she? <laughs> Shut up. And focus on what's important, like, her platform. Yeah. What she's doing. All I can tell you is that she's representing as a woman, like making a historical contribution here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Bigger uh, than Hillary Clinton, in my personal Yeah. Opinion. Well, and same thing you can say about Elizabeth Warren. Mm -hmm. Oh, she's 69. She looks really good for me. I know. That's right. Okay. That's what happens when you're not, not problematic. Like yeah, as she hell. She's like in her 50s. Well, that's what okay. you yeah. And she has a great platform because I know she was really popular with us millennials because she really wanted to like innovate the education program. Yes, God, you know, we need better education. really kills people. That's it right. Really it really does. I'm drowning in student on debt. Um, so I'm thinking even if she probably doesn't become president, I'm thinking she will be a great VP pick. Yes, please somebody put her in office. Uh, do something. Um, like the female version of Bernie's song. In a way, because like they both spoke strongly about us millennials and what our values they are. Really are trying to, well, it's smart because we are the large percentage of the population. The only yeah. problem is that you know a large percentage of us, large percentage don't fucking vote. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a problem with young people don't feel like yeah. they need to vote. And I'm thinking, especially with the boomers are going out and the Gen X and onward, X, Y, and Z. Yeah, X, Y, Z. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Not sure who which one's in Y. Y is us. Oh, okay, we're Y. Yeah, Z is after us, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, the, it, it's smart to appeal to us. Like, we are literally going to be taking over all of the jobs soon. Mm -hmm. In 2020, we will be the largest. Um, market for employment right. like so you have to hire us bitch sorry um <laughs> we're gonna be making all the decisions in a couple of years because we too will soon be middle-aged okay yeah. um so i mean it just makes sense that you appeal to us i thought the oldest millennial right now is like 40 there you go see the 10 years we're gonna be fucking middle-aged so that's all i'm saying so yes you need to appeal to us um oh my god i'm not gonna sneeze <laughs> uh, I had to tell myself that so it doesn't happen. What other great females are running um, Belmars? Do you know? Well, While looking I... at it with the most reliable source ever, Wikipedia. Woohoo, Wikipedia! <laughs> Tulsi Gabbard, who was born in American Samoa. She's, well, she's actually pretty. Yeah, she's that actually... doesn't matter. But... <laughs> she's actually from Hawaii. That's right, girl. 
And let's see, she served in the U.S. Army. She's currently, she started in 2003. She battled in the Iraq War. Mm -hmm. So having females, especially in the military, is quite amazing. Mm -hmm. Her political positions, she pledged not to accept money from political action committees. Oh, right, yeah. Mm -hmm. Everybody has a problem with that. And she's hoping to raise minimum wage to $15. Yes, girl. Oh, gosh, yes. Everybody give her claps. I mean, she supports making community college free. Hell all yes, Americans while making all four colleges tuition free for students with an annual family income of 125000 or less. He's backed by Bernie Sanders for that. And let's see from the environment. She's all the impact is reason. So she once um, she was at the protest, the veterans standing against the rock. So back in 2016, mm-hmm. there were she was um, protesting the Dakota Access Pipeline mm-hmm. and it's near Standing Rock. So she's very open about it. She's also opposed U.S. involvement in regime changes. So if you're open about that, that's also good. Mm-hmm. See India. So she has some quite interesting things. So I encourage you guys to look it up. Yes. Uh, be sure to look up all your potential candidates, guys, so we can make very good informed decisions about who we want. Um, yeah. As our president. Um, because the last time y'all didn't do your fucking research, we got stuck with this orange tinted clown so (laughs) and let's just make this clear too also the electoral college oh yeah electoral college i just don't want it to be blamed on just other millennials oh no it was definitely not us it was the white women's fault and it was the electoral college let's make that every clear 50 year old white women (laughs) elected donald trump and the electoral college that that listen somebody should run on that platform get rid of uh, middle-aged white women and also the electoral college bam fantastic slogan uh (laughs) i love everything about this i mean not all middle-aged white women but you know who you are if you're a piece of trash you know you look in the mirror you can see it in your eyes well, um, I want to say everyone voted for Trump's a piece of trash. Because there's some people who voted for Obama and then voted for Trump. I mean, I'm still kind of, like, comprehending. I'm it. still trying to figure out why you would do that. Well, because they wanted something different. Change no, 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 Okay, let me no. just say it in general terms for, like, Americans. They want, like, real quick changes. Like, a president gets their crap. Okay, but this is like quality over quantity, okay? So you can have somebody, you see this man is writing all sorts of shitty bills right now, right? (laughs) That's because that's what you wanted, bitch. That's what you wanted to happen. So you're going to get all these shitty bills and then you're going to have somebody else coming behind and be like, we're undoing this and we're undoing this so you can get all your quick little solutions for the next what year and a half if all you want yeah, but like for instance like people just think that climate change isn't a big deal it is it i mean is. if you want to die quicker like go ahead and not believe yeah, in climate the change economy, sure it's going well right now but that's, that's because of obama let's make that clear that's not trump that's obama well the <laughs> problem is trump really doesn't understand it like kind of like with automation because mm-hmm. automation, okay, that's killing a lot of jobs, but also at the same time creates jobs. Yeah. Automation doesn't mean, okay, getting rid of your jobs, and they're just trying to mm-hmm. automate jobs. So all these people who are in, like, the making cruises, they recently just shut it down. Their jobs are lost, so they either have to get retrained and do something else, mm-hmm. or just kind of get screwed over. <laughs> so sorry for them. Uh, yeah, no, I definitely feel sorry for people who are losing their jobs out mm-hmm. to these shitty companies who would rather, like, you know, 
pay an X amount of money for a robot to do their job or would pay less money to somebody else um, rather than get somebody qualified. But that's not, you know, that's not for the rest of us. You need to get rid of that company. You need to pick at that company. You need to, if you want change, you got to be like, okay, bitch, I don't want you to be, don't buy their shit. Okay. Don't give into their service. Don't do the things, okay? Mm -hmm. And then you will see the change, okay? You can't just pick a man who you think is going to get shit done quickly because you want shit done quickly, okay? You have want to want it done bigly. Bigly. <laughs> wow, Jesus Christ. Uh, we're this is the this is what we're this is what's happening to us, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just saying, like to go from Obama, who even if you didn't like him, even if you didn't like everything that he did, still made positive changes to America. To go from that for eight beautiful years to this for God, God, how many years has it been? It feels like it's been an eternity. Okay, God, (laughs) when is it? Will it end? All right, we're in 2019. It's almost over. Almost over. Assuming. Don't you dare even put that in the fucking universe. He's getting out of office soon. Okay, sooner rather than later. By 2020. At the latest. Don't you look at me like that, Bill Mars. Don't you say anything else than what I just said. No, you're not. You're not being realistic. <laughs> like I said, there could be that possibility. No, no it's not. not no, it's not. La, 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 la. <laughs> you can't be denial of facts right now. Listen, I'm not in denial of facts. I know that the man is a criminal and he needs to go to fucking jail. That's all that I know. And somebody better do their goddamn job. Or some people there. say there's no collusion. They actually like him. I mean, they might. I just don't point. care about I mean, all they, those delusional people. I mean, they might. They point can go the interview party. Gail King and have a breakdown for all I mean, they let's care. Let's get back onto the main topic. Yes. I'm being Gail King right now, and you're being R. Kelly. They are being R. Because <laughs> I'm tired. I'm tired. <laughs> Yeah, we can move on. Do we have any other female candidates that we want to uplift before we like I go take a break and <laughs> go into a quiet room and breathe? Bother Yeah, I'll go bother. I mean, she's oh. not really a candidate, but one of the rising stars that people love to pick on is Alexa Ocasio Cortez. I love AOC. Ooh, can we talk oh let's talk about how the other day she basically said that millennials are hesitant about having babies and all the conservative thoughts that she was trying to get rid of the human race. <laughs> that was, what a jump. Okay, the conservatives are like especially white conservatives. Let's just that's that here. They want to take advantage of like, okay, right now we're at the lowest birth rate right now. Well, because the millennials are struggling to get a job, mm-hmm. right. good paying jobs, be able to live on their own yeah. out of their parents' house. Uh-huh. You know. by, the, by legitimately by themselves. The economy is pretty much the number one issue why a lot of us are not busting out babies. I mean, right also now. that too, but too, like the environment. Like, you know, we are all educated yeah. as people and we know that um, you know, you people are contributing to the fact that our environment is shit. So why would I want to raise a baby when potentially we could all die in 2040? They won't even make it to, what, their 20th birthday before we're all going to buy or die in a fir- fiery furnace of hell? Like, what? <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, our main concern should be planet Earth. Yeah, there's conditions. Yeah, true. There's a lot of, like, massive extinctions going on. It's like, like the animals are dying. Exactly, that's like number one thing there, and also the major climate changes. Yeah, like if you has it been two years since Hurricane Harvey, like 
It'll be two. No, it won't. It'll be two years in August. Okay. Yes, but that was like major flooding. Like it was ridiculous. It looked like fucking gonna build Noah's Ark or some shit. Yeah, it was like literally the first time seeing a major flood in our area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the last time we had a major flood was Allison. Yeah, that was like two thousand four one. Yeah. Something like that? I don't remember. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to fact check myself. <laughs> but, because uh, I will say the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, and I'm thinking with really all these extreme things, climate change, if anything, we just need to improve our infrastructure that we have right now. Yeah, it was 2001, mm-hmm. by the way. Okay. June yeah. 4th, like, 2001. I don't care about, like, white conservatives trying to conserve the white race right now, because as a millennial... I just love all kinds of people, but right now, we need to focus on major issues going on in the world. Exactly. Like, when y'all actually make an action plan, like, to fix, like, the things that we are doing wrong that affect the climate, then I'll maybe think about popping a baby out my vagina. Like, I don't have time right now. Well, there's a lot of factors in raising a child. I mean, yeah. of course, there's childcare, because, you mm-hmm. know, now both parents have to be working. Dual income houses are the, mm-hmm. the rage. So, yet considered child care and then also how much health care is yeah like well, half of us can't afford health care well if you're the i got lucky yeah. i got lucky <laughs> <laughs> but, and of course living on your own and of course in let's see well money well money is the main issue well, money environment here in the u.s they treat health care as a business they don't really yeah. give a care about like people's true feelings about like it would be more accessible and affordable for everyone no that's just how it is the american way Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you could bet on people dying. So yeah, well, that's the American culture. Like, people will only come in to see the doctors when it hits a pivotal, crucial. Point. Like, I'm about to like like that. I think I heard the other day that uh, who almost died? Whoopi Goldberg almost died because she went sepsis, like because she oh, had pneumonia. My yeah, like, and so she had to go to the doctor. She was there. She was out of work for like a month. I did not know that. Yeah, we were recent, but um. So, yeah, um, I'm going to need all the white conservatives to stop breathing down our throats about having babies, okay? I will have a fucking baby when I want to have a fucking baby. <laughs> yeah, there are options, because I remember one popular, well, reading on Reddit, that one option is being child-free, mm-hmm. and that it is an option, especially for our generation, that, hey, who says we have to have kids? There is nothing that says I have to have a kid, so stay out of my fucking vagina. Okay, we're not in the 50s or 60s anymore. <laughs> Time has changed. Exactly. So if I don't want to have a kid, I'm not going to have a kid. Simple as that. Oh my God, look how easy, white man. Look, I'm just looking out here like I'm talking to a fictional white man. Look at me, white man. I'm not having a baby. Unless it's like Handmaid's Tale. And Good then... God, please don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time. I've seen Handmaid's Tale. There's some shit in there. I don't think I've seen that. Listen, watch it. I suggest everyone watch it so you can scare yourselves out of your fucking mind. And one thing about the um, writer of Handmaid's Tale, mm-hmm. she said, really, she just writes about things that already did happen in the world. Exactly. So there are countries in the world where women can't drive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or women don't have rights to go through a man. But I'm not sure about the whole handmade thing of you have to go with your headmaster or whatever, your master, and uh, they call them the commander. Baby. Oh, yeah. commander, just pop out babies. Yeah, so well, basically, if you don't know the gist of Handmaid's Tale, like basically the women who can still have babies are turned into handmaids, they're given to a family uh, where the woman, the man is already married. 
the woman is infertile. She can't have kids. And she basically spends the whole time there. They have sex as many. Well, the sex. It's so weird because the wife will be in the room and she'll hold the hand of the handmaid. And the handmaid will be lying down in between her legs while the dude fucks her. And so basically, because it's based off of the. What's the fucking Bible verse where. Somewhere in the Old Testament. Yeah, it's like it's yeah, based off of the about. it's based off the Bible verse where it was like the couple couldn't have a child, so they got somebody else to do like to like do it for them. Yeah, it's like somebody like someone's family. I can't remember the Bible yeah. verse. Can you like, let me okay, look, it look it up? Uh, but but I'll keep talking about it, look it up. But like uh, so yeah, they basically have sex in the same room, um, and they keep doing it until she gets pregnant. Um, cause that's the whole point. And then once she has that baby, it's the families and then she moves on to the next family. Yeah. But basically they choose the handmaid by those that are not married and actually are fertile. Oh, Rachel. Well, no, they'll rip people away from there. Well, yeah, because the main character, um, she June. was, yeah. June well, was. she wasn't really um married. She, she was, was cohabitating with her husband. She was probably a like common law married at that point. Um. Yeah. So <laughs> she, because her husband was already married to another woman, they're going to possibly the fourth one they hooked mm-hmm. up. And then her friend was a lesbian, but she gave birth to a baby. And then another woman who was married to a Canadian citizen, but they're both um, lesbians. They didn't recognize that married in the new government. Right. Of Gilead, so then they took her thinking, okay, you're fertile and you're sinners, but you can use your sin as a gift. Okay, so yes, so the Bible verse is, um, I'm gonna say this so wrong. It's B I L H A A, that's the name of the woman that was given to Rachel and Jacob, um, to be able to have children because Rachel is infertile. So Rachel gave Bilhah to Jacob to wife to bear him children. Mm-hmm. So that's where it comes from. And she gave birth to two sons, blah, blah, blah. It continues from there. Um, thanks, Wikipedia. Um, but, <laughs> but uh, yes, so very scary. Um, we don't want to end up there, okay? Because I'll probably die before I be a handmaid. <laughs> oh, yeah, they'll probably hang you through the wall. That's they assuming will. they know that you are fertile because they want to get fertile women as handmaids. Well, they probably test or something. You know, I started thinking about The Giver. And, uh, oh, God, The Giver. Such a boring book. <laughs> I forgot the role of the women. That oh, I remember. Them. Yeah, it's the one that's all they do. Yeah, yeah I remember. Yeah, that's what I started thinking about. People. Yeah, people just love to write about women just being baby uh, machines. I mean, but there are like maids. They're known as Marthas that just cook and clean for the families. Yeah, I think those are probably women who are too old to have children and are probably, I think, well, I don't know the exact, I'm behind a little bit on the seasons, but they can't, they're too old to have children and they're faithful to the regime or something. So they... We're not faithful, but they were like, well, you, uh, yeah, I'll submit. Don't kill me. Uh, <laughs> and they, yeah, they cook and clean. And so, actually, my mom went on a treat. And one of the parts of the treat is that they wear, like, if you, she was, like, one of the people who ran the retreat. Mm-hmm. And they, there was an angel and a Martha. Um, and she was a Martha. And so mm-hmm. I texted her, like, because I saw her. They do this thing where you can see them one day out of a whole week. And mm-hmm. so I texted her. We left. I'm like, they made you a Martha? How <laughs> retreat? Yeah, it's a Catholic retreat. Okay. It's it's Acts. I'm just gonna give it away. It's the Acts retreat. Um, but like so, I text her. I'm like, they made you a Martha. How could they? And she was like, what? And I'm like, can't meet Taylor. They're like, oh. She's like, I chose to be a Martha. No, mother. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> okay, so back to our main topic. Um, what was our main topic? <laughs> we were talking about empowering women. Yes, that's right. We're talking about empowering women, and we don't. Who were we on before we got off? Well, let's see. We're talking about empowering women, and then we're, we're talking, talking about, about millennials. We were talking about a specific one. Oh, we were talking about AOC and how I'm not going to have kids until I want to have kids. Yes. That's basically what. Does anybody have anything else they ha- would like to say? Um, yes, what about the green deal that she proposed? Like, so, like a lot of conservatives went crazy over that. Because a woman was talking. That's why they went crazy. And then, like, her proposal was, like, taxing the rich, like, 70%. And well, because they need to be taxed 70%. Like, we've done it before, like, back in the 50s, right? But it was a lot higher back then. Yeah. Because my husband, like, looked that up. Mm-hmm. I believe, but I don't want to like misquote him. Mm, uh, I can't speak on the Green New Deal mostly because I don't know really anything about it because I try to avoid watching too many political things at once before I get as angry as I just got like 10 minutes ago. Yeah, because <laughs> you do get like, because I guess as millennials we're all about self-care because you do get like political burnout to be about. I can't. It's just, sometimes it's just so hard to escape from the mainstream media because mm-hmm. it's all nothing but talk about U.S. politics or yeah. what President Donald Trump's doing. Yeah, a lot of them didn't take it seriously because of cows farting. Bro, yeah. like, because it was just really a, a lot of cows, and we have a lot more cows, <laughs> like ice cream and burgers mm-hmm. and steaks and everything. That contributes to a lot of the greenhouse gases. And a lot of people say, ha, cows farting. She doesn't know what she's talking about. Well, really, like, uh, it does, but it's really more, I feel like it's probably more of what, like, companies put out into the atmosphere that's Mm -hmm. really what we can do right now to start cutting down. Yeah, it's, if you live in an area where it's accessible to everything, then walk or bike. Don't use a car. You save a lot of money that way. But mm-hmm. given where we are, that's impossible. Yeah, we're... H-Town is just a city that was built during the time when cars was popular and built. The streets, the infrastructure, is just not green friendly it's like Austin. Green. Where Austin, it's like... They but Austin of, is fucking expensive. Sorry, keep going. <laughs> well, the cost of living is expensive, mm-hmm. but there has to be, like, some kind of yeah, balance. this is true. I mean, there are some public transportation if you live in, like, downtown Houston. Yeah, you have to live in the hub. So if you live, like, on the outskirts where most people live in mm-hmm. Houston, you have to have a car. You can't. Or you, you have to have some mode of transportation to get to another mode of transportation. Like, so if you want to take Metro, you have to get, have a way to get to Metro. Like, yeah. there's not. Yeah, like, my husband, whenever he came down to Houston to visit me back in January... We heard this one radio ad talking about, like, oh, okay, so the reason why there's, like, a lot of construction going on on all the major roads in Houston is because they already made a projection of, like, how many more are coming in to move to our lovely town. Right. So their solution is, let's widen the freeways. And Aaron's like, well, in Toronto, since it's a lot bigger than Houston, they just Mm -hmm. have better transportation public. The main thing that they should focus on is improving transportation. 
which yeah. is what I definitely agree. But oh, yeah. it's Houston. I don't think they get, they're going to be that smart when it comes to that. I mean, which is ironic considering we do have NASA, we do have the top medical facilities in the world, and right. we have oil and gas. You would think because we have these major industries, we would be smarter, but we're not. Um, So the Green New Deal outline basically is this in the nutshell. Okay, so she wants to upgrade all existing buildings in the country for energy efficiency. Mm-hmm. So that probably means like change all your light bulbs, bitch. Um, <laughs> or like the solar. Panels. Yeah, get some solar panels. We'll smack up on it. And um, then, of course, the initial results that a lot of conservatives are going to be angry about is, oh, she's asking the U.S. to spend so much money on this. Okay, but you spend, you waste, like, billions of dollars on national security that we don't need every year. So I think you can handle giving a little bit to this, okay? But she wants to also work with farmers to eliminate pollution and greenhouse gas emissions as much mm-hmm. as technologically feasible while supporting family farms and promoting universal access to healthy food. So this is important. Mm-hmm. Um, overhauling transportation systems to reduce emissions, including expanding electrical car manufacturing, building charging stations everywhere, and expanding high-speed rail to scale where air travel stops becoming necessary. So I think they were talking about at one point doing like a high speed like light rail type thing yeah. from mm-hmm. Dallas to Houston. Yeah, it was a, yeah, one of Dallas those. to Houston. Dallas mm-hmm. to Houston. It, it would take what like an hour and an hour, hour some kind, like something. Yeah, an hour, yeah. an hour and a half. Which it's is like Japan because like they have a lot of like those super fast trains, which mm-hmm. is very convenient. Mm-hmm. Like traveling is a lot easier there because yeah. it's so convenient. Yeah. Um. And then she wants a guaranteed job with family sustaining wage adequate. Adequate family and medical leave, paid vacations, or retirement security for every American. Yes, girl. Yes. This is something oh. that a lot of millennials. I'm having Okay. Okay. Listen. <laughs> and a high quality health care for all Americans. I don't see anything wrong with any of the things that she just said. Yeah. Um, like but, I stated, what conservatives would view as opposing is like, oh, she's just making the U.S. spend billions and billions. We'll just take like, it from what? somewhere that They're we don't about the long term. We're not thinking about like right now at the moment. Well, we need to you could also argue that's basically what the parties are now. That's one of the dichotomies is that conservatives are more about short term values and Democrats are thinking about long term mm-hmm. shit. Right yeah, now. I mean, I do think that, yeah, both political parties thinking, okay, when you think about long term thinking, don't be afraid of green energy because I'm mm-hmm. thinking there's jobs in it. I'm thinking, yeah. I know I'm capitalist scum, but I'm thinking, Go where the money is. Right. I mean, there's money in green energy. You could yeah. go retrain yeah. all those people who are coal miners and work in, like, factories to go learn how to Give come. them more opportunities. Yeah. Or Don't learn. just, like, go back in time and progress backwards. Go forward. Regress. Yeah. Well, um, it's interesting because um, and people are already making those changes. Like, I work for an oil and gas company because I'm scum. Um, <laughs> and I'm just kidding. I love my job. Don't fire me. Um, uh, they're already making. There's major companies already making like, uh, like major changes on what they're trying to run things on. Like they're they just made a school bus that runs on um, oh god, what is that called? LNG, um, natural gas. Yeah, uh, basically the emissions are not as bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I remember working for a major gas company. I'm not sure if we can say the name or not. Exxon. <laughs> Okay. Or is it Shell? Or, or is, is it Shell? Or is it Halliburton? Or is it? But <laughs> along with like other companies, whether it be Shell or Exxon or um, they are talking about investing more in clean energy. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So probably go work of like using corn because you know there's always a surplus of corn. Yeah. Everywhere because we put in our sodas and crap. Mm, delicious. Um, <laughs> or we can probably put it in gas and probably look towards green energy because yeah. even like major oil and gas companies are actually moving towards that. They are. Yeah. They recently had an, an energy day at the oh. Capitol. Um, and they had a whole bunch of different vendors there. And, uh, one of the vendors actually did a demonstration where they put a double stuffed Oreo in an LNG, like natural gas. They dipped it in there and it got, it froze and she ate it like right in front of a whole bunch of people. And they were like, <gasps> and she was like, don't worry, it's fine. <laughs> She's like, nothing will happen to my body <laughs> because this is clean energy. And it was great. And so I think that was a sh- Oh, God, I'm going to say their name wrong. Chenever? Chenever? I no, think it was that company that did that demonstration. One woman just dipped a double stuff Oreo in some natural gas and ate it. Delicious. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like, we're already working towards these things. So stop causing friction and just get with the program, bitch, okay? <laughs> get with the fucking program. All right? <laughs> Does anybody else have anything to wrap up before we move on to main topic and take a break so I could? Parch my throat. My throat's dry. I'm still a little angry. My face is a little red. Everybody can see it in the room. They're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's great. So I'm thinking with a lot of women, good things going towards women mm-hmm. and tagging patriarchy. Hell um, yeah. Oh, toxic masculinity and that people will reap what they sow. It's great to be a millennial and Gen Z. Yeah, that's right. Oh, uh, Lenny Kravitz wants us to rule the world, women. He's oh, like, nice. men have put us to shit, so it's time for women to lead. I'm like, yes, Lenny. That's Beyonce song goes, who runs the world? Girls. Yeah, women. Lenny Kravis is wholesome. I like Lenny Kravis. He's a smart man. All right, uh, let's take a quick break uh, so I can <laughs> calm the fuck down, and then we'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. All right. Hello, everyone. Yeah, listen, look at Kiwi. She's already trying to wedge her way into the podcast. Look at her. I'm just kidding. So, Maybe my nickname should be Wedgie. Well, wow. <laughs> so, this girl's sidebar is so into butt stuff. <laughs> Speaking of uh, butt stuff, we're about to talk about some dating terms and how you as a female can use them to your advantage. Okay, let's just make this clear. I do not have any when it comes to that's a lie <laughs> okay butts are nice butts are great yeah so i guess dating in the 21st century there's a lot of different terms like talking situationship dating yeah. fwb buddies. yeah we've reason we've uh we talked about them briefly the last time but we're gonna go into more detail and kind of get put a spin on how you as a uh woman maybe identifying person yes or modern romance how to manage them mm-hmm. where you're rent to men women non-binary asexual pansexual. Yeah. pansexual all those beautiful terms so what do you have for us belmars to start okay we'll start with some dating terms okay i'm not going to start with the term fuck boy we're going to okay. start with the term fuck boy um everyone let's give a definition of fuck boy uh kiwi what do you define a fuck boy as a loser. <laughs> beautiful. Okay. Beautiful summary. All right. Well, fine. If you want my real definition. For me, it would have to be someone that's just looking for sex for pleasure and just mm-hmm. casual dating for just wanting to fuck. 
Yeah. But boys just self-explanatory. All right. Yeah. So it's pretty much in the title. But Mars, yes. do you have something different? Well, yeah. I was just thinking, yes, the guys are trying to fuck and thinking they want something kind of like, yeah, I don't want to put a label on it. So if he sees other girls, technically not cheating because we didn't have a label on our relationship. Yeah, I would have to agree with both those things. I also feel like fuckboys have a look about them. Like, you can just tell somebody is a fuckboy by the clothes they wear. Yeah, they have, like, a deep V. Yeah, they have a deep, that's right, you can see part of their chest. Um, Their cap is backwards sometimes. Their hair is, like, in this weird, like, pseudo, maybe racist style. Um, Okay, I just don't want to sound so stereotypical, but it's just some kind of trend that we know. Exactly. They they're wearing some like sneakers that look like they should not. I'm sorry. Anyway, we're pumas. I'm just. Kidding. <laughs> I'm not gonna call out pumas like that. That's rude. But like, I mean, we get like a thing. A sponsorship for pumas. They're gonna be all like, well, we don't care that you said that. Fuck boys wear pumas. We're fine with it. <laughs> There's a lot of them. So, um, does anybody have any experience with fuck boys? Definitely not. <laughs> well, Mars. I guess you can probably call them in like African fuckboy because they end up ghosting <laughs> me. But I'm guessing ghosting's another term because yeah. I actually was talking to a friend earlier because he was and be like, oh yeah, you you are talking to such and something. Yeah, like oh yeah, he's been talking to one of our other friends, a Nigerian girl with big tits. I'm thinking really, that's why he hasn't been talking to me for about a month. Yeah, yeah, he made the excuse that it's kind of hard to adjust in America and everything. Wow, he used the coming to America excuse? <laughs> wow. He's stressed out about finding a job. Wow, well, bitch. Um, <laughs> fuck boy, I have not had any... Well, uh, that's a lie. So the last guy I was talking to that I have stopped talking to since for a couple of weeks <laughs> gave off fuck boyish vibes. I still uh, talk to him anyway because, you know, I was bored. Um, so, but, you know, I could tell shit wasn't going anywhere within the first month, especially when he started, like, hitting on me. And I was like, mm, you were real sexual right now. Um, real one-track-minded, bitch. So the way that you, as a female-identifying person, can deal with fuckboys is just... To trust your fucking instincts, girl. If you look at him and you're like, mm, I'm feeling like you want to throw me on a bed and you'd only do one thing with me, then you should stay far away from him. Because he's probably doing that to 20 other women and he probably has all the STDs. So, <laughs> just stay away from If you get the vibe, if he's wearing like a jersey and he doesn't play any sports, if he's uh, got some jeans and they sack too low, then stay away from him. <laughs> look at all the red flags. All the red flags are there. Girl. Or neon signs. Exactly. What else you got for us about Mars? Ghosting. Ah, uh, yes, ghosting. And Kiwi, ghosting I definition. I can't even relate to those personally. But... Jesus, what are you here for then? <laughs> okay, wow, I sound innocent. No, I'm not. Okay, ghosting is just basically some prick that just wants to be very flaky. Didn't keep his or her words. Doesn't have it just depends on the person. It doesn't matter what gender, okay? Yeah. It's just this person sounds like they made the commitment but hurt the other person's feelings. Mm-hmm. So they just decide to play ding-dong ditch. 
<laughs> that was beautiful. Mel <laughs> Mars. Well, for me, that ghosting doesn't always have to be romantic. It could just be any... You can ghost someone for any reason. Generally, nine times out of ten, I don't like ghosting, but there are scenarios where I think ghosting is necessary. Yes. When you cut off all contact with a person, know anything, because I guess in a ghoster's mind, it's easier just to not say anything at all than to say I'm not interested in seeing you again. Indubitably, yes, I, I agree with both those things. Ghosting is basically when somebody decides to stop talking to you out of the blue and with no explanation. Um, does anybody have any experiences with ghosting? Fun fact, both my relation, first two relations ended in ghosting. Uh, fun fact, <laughs> I have never been... No, that's a lie. I've been ghosted one time, but then I ghosted that same motherfucker. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that dude. Yes, they know exactly who I'm talking about. Um, so from ladies, college. Yeah. yeah, from college, yeah. Uh, oh, college. Oh, um, college guys, I got ghosted. Go to college guys. So, ladies, uh, or lady identifying people, to uh, use ghosting to your advantage, girl. You do not owe a man that you have just started talking, or a woman, whatever. It could be a toxic relationship. Yeah. It could yeah. be a good thing. Or you could just be bored, girl. You don't need, like, you do not owe anybody who you have just started talking to a ex an explanation for, like, anything. Or he goes. Because I remember yeah. once an interesting story I read on Reddit with this girl that said no regrets. She, it was her boyfriend's birthday. Mm-hmm. She brought him breakfast. Oh, a I Nintendo love Switch story. <laughs> and the Mario Odyssey. So she goes She's the there. best fucking girlfriend. So I then she goes her. in there, opens the door, and she hears she sees her boyfriend naked with his ex-girlfriend. And she just left the food and everything, and then just change his number and just completely ghost them. In that scenario, I root for that. That is, like, complete ghosting, too. That's not even just, like, I'm not, like, texting you anymore ghosting. That's, I, she changed her address. She moved cities. She moved jobs. She changed numbers. She She, made the right choice. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, again, you do not owe, if somebody cheated on you, or even if you just started talking about somebody and you're not feeling it, you do not owe anybody any explanation for why you have left. Unless you're in, like, a committed-ass relationship or something and you just decided that you don't want to talk anymore. Yeah, so certain scenarios, ghosting is okay. Other times, I guess, depends on how long the relationship is, Mm -hmm. how much people invest, how toxic it is. Yeah, so (laughs) use ghosting uh, to your uh, discretion. Necessary. Yeah, it's been necessary. Okay. Almost. This term I never really heard is breadcrumbing. All right. Um, do you give us your definition of breadcrumbing? Okay. Well, from what this says, it's kind of like, okay, the person ghosted you, but kind of like throw a little breadcrumb to say that they're like, hey, you up? Or, hey, I kind of like you. So you can see the little breadcrumbs thinking and people who are desperate thinking, hey, they're interested. And personally, I have no experience with breadcrumbing. Um, so, uh, breadcrumbing to me sounds like it's when somebody tries to keep you in their back pocket. So, they want you to still think they're interested when when they're, yeah, yeah, like, well, by throwing out those little, oh, hey, are you, like, they actually care about you. That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. Uh, Kiwi, what's your thoughts on it? Uh, well, honestly, okay. My thoughts on that, it could be a good thing, it could be a bad thing, I guess. It's like, during our experience in college, you get, you're exposed to everyone. You uh-huh. meet a lot of new people. That's Some people, like, there's, like, those list of guys or girls, whoever you're interested in, whatever your preference is, you know. <laughs> and 
Like, maybe you become friends with some of them, you talk to them every now and then. Like, you might have interest in, like, multiple people, you know. Ooh, that's a good, like, caveat, like, sidebar. Is it breadcrumbing if you're talking to multiple people and you have, like, a set, like, you only talk to them when you're available? Is it seem, is that still breadcrumbing, do you think? Um, I think that's close to benching, and I guess we could probably move on to that one to say the difference that... This former is crueler because you're just being a little flaky and should avoid. With benching, it's more clear the bench is pursuing other avenues just put you on the bench in case of one or the other mm. players called off the field. Where breadcrumbing gets you trying to fill it out, where benching thinking, okay, I have other cop- uh, options. I just come and go as I please. I see. I see. So, does anybody have any experience with breadcrumbing? No. Um, I wouldn't say I have exact experience with breadcrumbing. I would say that that last guy I texted, actually the last two guys mm-hmm. that I texted would only text me when they like felt like it. When it's <laughs> beneficial guess. to them. Exactly. Like yeah. I would go like whole days. And I just weeks. don't like people being so manipulative. Right. And, yes. Yeah. It's kind of hard fun. to differentiate if that was benching or breadcrumbing. I think one of them benched me and one of them breadcrumbed me. <laughs> so, yeah. Cool. Neat. All right. What else you got, Belle Mars? Well, this one is called Orbiting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, right. The person will go to but continue to stalk your social media. Wow. So, with this one, I think I had someone orbiting my social media, but we never really talked. I mean, he slipped into my DMs, like, last week. And he asked me, do this? Oh, you haven't met him. And he tried, because he slid into my DMs when I was with, I'm still with my SO. Yeah. And he said, yeah, your curves are straight fire. I'm thinking, thanks. My boyfriend thinks they're fire, too. Great response, girl. And then he slid into my DMs the other day, and he asked me, do you still got a dude? Wow. You think a week (laughs) later, I just Wow. So, well, we, well, because he sent that last year, then he just come last. I mean, I think it's been a year, and I'm still visibly with my boyfriend. Visibly, yes. yeah. Yeah, he's still like, you can still go to man. Yes, <laughs> but you're orbiting me. How do you not know that shit? <laughs> um, I just yeah. receive bot messages where it's like some random guy thinking, oh, you're hot looking, but I'm just like, it's just a bot. It kind of sounds like orbiting. Kind of sounds like a. A cross between like breadcrumbing and benching. Yeah, like, I think orbiting is a little bit more like um, stalkerish. Like, stalkerish. Uh, yeah. I think we should reference where we're getting these words from. Oh, yeah. So people know. Yes. And this is kind of the list 20 online dating terms, all the people don't know, from bestlifeonline.com. All right. What other terms do we old people need to know? <laughs> Cushioning. Okay, I'm going to make a guess at what I think this is. All right. Okay, it's when you um, you get a temporary, like, person between, like, I don't know, trying to date someone else. Am I close? Like, you, you, uh, you just, close. like... They say you meet someone you really like, but they're already in a relationship. The way they flirt uh, with you via tech makes them like you're interested, but they make no uh, indication. This is just cushiony, a.k.a. the act of keeping the seat warm in case they want to use it somewhere down the oh. line. I got you. Okay, okay, okay. Does anybody have any experience with this? Thank God, no. All right, I don't think I do. I think I do, but <gasps> I was 11. Say, oh, still. <laughs> Spill it. This is the confrontation of millennials. We confront our problems. Okay? <laughs> okay, I'm just going to 
Well, yeah, I spent the night at one of my friend's place where her brother, who's just a year above us, uh-huh. kept coming into her room. First of all, stay the fuck out. Oh. And then kept messaging me. Girls only. Ooh. Oh my gosh, this is the story of my first kiss. It's <laughs> oh, she kissed this man. She Keep going. Oh, but yeah. anyways, it's just, okay, so I have no idea what I was doing because my 11-year-old mind was just stupid. <laughs> we do all sorts of crazy things when we were little kids. Mm-hmm. We learn from it, okay? Mm-hmm. We grow up mature, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he just comes in and he just writes these little letters back and forth. And then he would, like, ask questions to his sister, my friend. And then all of a sudden, he goes to his room. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just, like, talking to my friend. I'm like, what the F is going on? And mm-hmm. she just straight up told me, he likes you. He's interested in you. So oh. I decided to just go into his room and then give him what? the first thing. And then my friend's like, I haven't seen took- this, but we locked the door. All it took was a girl telling you that you don't even know this man like that. <laughs> wow, little 11 year old uh, uh, Kiwi was fast. <laughs> okay, anyway. <laughs> okay, but then later on, we just started dating. No not shame. like we see each other back and forth. We'll just see each other whenever it's beneficial for us. Ah, so that's where the cushioning comes in. Yeah, it's just later on, another one of my friend's other friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I met her a few times, so she spent the night, and then her brother did the same thing to her like he did previously with me, but then mm. he developed a crush on her, and I'm just like, okay, I'm so over this. We're <laughs> done. Right, girl. There you go. This is why. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to shame little 11-year-old Kiwi. Um, all right. What else we got? Bill Myers. This one is called stashing. All right. Make a guess, Kiwi. What do you think that means? Stash. Stashing. Stashing. What do you think that means? Hiding somebody that the your other significant person is not well aware of. All right. What does it mean, Bill? Well, they say the person you're with, but they aren't sure they want to close the door on other possibilities, so therefore they stash you with the basket of dirty laundry in the closet. They can, uh, they like you, but they thinking, yeah, there's other options, but I'll save you later, put you on the shelf, just stash you away with my boys. <laughs> that makes so much sense. Does anybody have any stashing stories? Thank God, no. no. I don't think. I. Oh, well, the last guy I texted might have been doing that to me. But I don't really know. Again, I'd have to ask him, and I don't want to ever talk to him again. So, <laughs> all right. What's the next one? Cuffing season. All right. Uh, uh, does everybody know this one? No. Okay. Ooh, do you know this one, Belmar? I know this one, I actually. just started thinking of, like, 50 shades. Hands cuffs? Yeah. <laughs> no. no, don't tell us. What do you, do you um, know what it means? Yes. Okay, so, okay, well, we'll go well, back and forth. What do you, like, well, my definition? definition, I'm thinking sometime in the fall, winter time, mm-hmm. when people, like, like to link up with their SO to keep warm for mm-hmm. the winter. That's right. So they kind of cuff with each other. I'm thinking that's probably between, like, November to February. That's it's popular to, like, start dating. Yeah, yeah, so therefore, people who have someone throughout the summer, you know, hookups are popular through the summer, mm-hmm. the spring, but in the fall and winter months, you're already with your boo and already warmed up. Yeah. So that's cuffing season because everyone's already cuffed up. There you oh, go. okay. There you go. Um, I basically think it's uh, Friends with Benefits Winter Edition. That's how I describe <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> winter. Um, 
Game of Thrones. Okay, does anybody have any cuffing season stories? Well, I mean, no. But the site that says is for the period between early fall and late winter when people are more likely to date someone readily just have a warm body nearby. Oh, okay. Well, I already knew that. No, I was thinking. I was like, is that, it wasn't technically cuffing season. We just texted, but. Yeah, so mm-hmm. therefore, the guys just cuff and got like the ball and chain. That's right. Yeah, so, but he, we did text from November to February. <laughs> so, we didn't do anything, but that was, that, that happened, so. During cuffing season. During the cuffing season. All right. What else we got, Belmar? Curving. All right. I'm going to try to guess what I think curving means. Or wait, do you want to guess? Don't look. Don't cheat. What do you think curving is? I'm guessing when you kindly reject someone. When you kindly reject someone. Yes, I'm just thinking, yes. (laughs) Thinking, yeah, like, oh, yeah, I like you as a friend. (laughs) All right. Interesting. That's a good one. But they make it clear that they just like you I feel like I feel like curving sounds like you're basically trying to be like, oh, I like you, but I can't because blah, 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 blah. You know, you give it, you make it seem like you're, but let's see, what does it actually mean, Belmar? Okay, getting curves a little bit easier than flat out rejects. When someone turns down your advance but doesn't do it directly. A great example is when Drake tried to kiss Rihanna on stage of 2016 VMA, she really just curved to get, um, curved, she was like, get her a cheat. Well, curving somewhat nicer than a lot of the other items, but it's still often used as a way of keeping an option opening if they're not really that interested. You know See, that's what I that's what I figured curving was. All right. Does anybody have any curving stories? Well, Ooh. <laughs> I don't think I really do because I remember uh, I was in the position of like two guys liking me. I was suspicious that one guy liked me. I mean, he's married now. And then the other guy. So I'm just thinking, just kind of politely thinking, I like your friend, I, but I don't. I'm not into you. Ooh, Mars. <laughs> but the dude I end up with ended up being a fuckboy, so. Yeah, yeah, I know. Look at you. You curved to the wrong person. You curved right into a wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, I, for, I keep forgetting to do female empowerment versions of these. Okay, go back up. Let me do them real quick. Okay. Okay, orbiting. Oh, wait, did I do breadcrumbing? No, I didn't. For breadcrumbing, um, if some guy just keeps throwing you, or girl, whatever, just keeps throwing you random texts to keep you interested, just don't talk to them anymore. Ghost their ass. Um, there you go. <laughs> orbiting. If there is somebody orbiting your social media, block them. That's exactly. the best way. Um, benching. If somebody's keeping you on the bench, again, ghost their ass. Yeah. Or if you want to bench someone, do it. <laughs> Why the fuck not? Okay, you keep your options open, girl. You are you do not need to be loyal to anybody. Cushioning, um, yeah, I would just say not to do that at all. You're <laughs> yeah. just stringing yourself along, basically. Yeah. Or the other part, and that's not nice. Don't do that. Um, oh god, squirrel. Okay, stashing. Um, yeah, you can stash somebody. Why not stash somebody? You have your options open. Just keep your options open, girl. Do not be loyal to any of these fuck ones, all right? Cuffing season. Um, cuffing season is the best. <laughs> Get you a good to be warm. Um, yeah. And if somebody tries to put you in cuffing season, you don't want to be, but you don't know that you are. Like, they keep calling you, and you're like, why? But then they stop calling you in March. Then it's just like, bitch, what? 
So um, I would just and never call them again, especially that person. Like that person never existed. Yeah, yeah like basically excommunicate them. Curving, <laughs> um, with curving, uh, yeah, do it because you don't want dudes to kill you. Uh, me. <laughs> Yay, and we were all cut up. Um, oh my gosh, what is this one? Fire dooring. Okay, I'm gonna try to guess what I think that is. <laughs> Fire dooring is that when you make a hasty escape. Like, you're basically, like, you basically, you know how they say the fire door and, like, you kick the door down. You're like, oh, you make, like, a basically, like, an excuse to get out of their relationship as fast as possible. Is that what it is? No. Damn it. Too hot to touch. But no. too hot to no, touch. No, it says when one person has all the power and they exchange, someone would text you but fail to respond with a text. So, <gasps> Somebody so totally that may fly not to wait a fire door. You can get out of a fire door, but you can't get back in a fire door. Ah, that's what it is. Okay, somebody, does anybody have any experiences? Because I do. Oh, no. Juicy? No, they're not juicy. You already oh. know about this person. Look at you. Look at how, like, uh, what is the dude's nickname, the engineer dude? Oh, from college? Yeah. What was his nickname? Yeah, for. for e Man. Oh, okay. Why? Why are you. Why are you asking me that? Because I'm like, how should we refer to him oh. if we ever bring him up? Well, if he ever listens to this, he'll know I'm talking about him now. But it doesn't matter. I don't care. Um, yes. So he did do this to me, actually, that person. Because uh, I would text him, and then I wouldn't hear back from him until, mm -hmm. like, 24 hours later. And, um, like, literally, it was almost on a damn schedule. <laughs> and I was kind of like, What? Like, but, like, I, I guess that's kind of fire dooring. <laughs> All right. Okay. For um, fire dooring, um, how you can use this to your advantage, um, I would say, girl, yes, have all the power in your relationship. You text him on your schedule. Do not feel like you have to. Always follow. Follow. Always. Yeah. Exactly. Do, do, do it on your time, damn it. On your time. That's right, Belmars. You whisper sensually into that mic. Um, all right, next topic. Okay, which one? Whew, this one's a loaded one. Incel. All right, everybody give your definitions of incel. Hmm. Okay, it literally translates to involuntary celibate, but there are just guys who are so mentally delusional that believe that they can't get laid because they felt so self-entitled yeah they feel like yeah they women owe me sex and that they worship elliot rogers a guy who wanted a mass shooting because he wasn't getting girls and they think okay look at serial killers like ted bundy they're getting girls so or kelly's getting girls so i need girls and girls all lesbians don't exist to them that they just and that uh, even if they do get a girl's attention thinking oh if my if i was a chad six foot one or you'll be sucking my cock right now i'm thinking it doesn't work that way and they have like racist ones like a guy chad is named tyrone a male chad is called chang thunderwing um I forgot what the other, like, racist name for all the other Chads, a.k.a. alpha male dudes. Oh, God, alpha male is a totally different thing that I don't even want to go into, but well, what about you, Kiwi? Do you have any other thoughts to add to incels? I'm just wondering, is it more like psychopathic tendencies, or is it the other... Sociopathic? Yes. Or is um, it a mixture of just both? Who knows, it could be. Um, That's what I'm questioning, because they just have this... Big red flag where they're just obviously dangerous. 
avoid yeah. them because they could be killers. Exactly. That's yeah, the best so advice. It's a combination of funniness, sadness, anger. I think a lot of these guys need help. They definitely need help. I would. I agree with all those things you just said. Is this, uh, like, different from the McTow? Like, uh, men cell, uh, the mental incels. Uh, they're probably included. They like to say they're more, they think they have an ugly personality. That's why girls don't want them. Kind of true, but it's that either some of them end up killing themselves, which is really sad, or they probably might go on a rampage, which is also messed up, or mm -hmm. some of them even go as far as pedophilia. Oh, God, girls, don't be R. Kelly. Um, <laughs> yeah, I have nothing to add to these men cells. I don't want to give them a thought, and you shouldn't either, lady identifying yeah, I people. I should probably define what MGTOW is. Like, what is the acronym, basically? Uh, mental or mincel, uh, mental incel or mental involuntary celibate, and then there's also blend cells, black incels. It they have so many freaking sub gender whatever. So I was say sub gender. Like they're a subspecies of subculture. <laughs> so in itself, because I remember just going on Reddit and it's just like a whole giant rabbit hole, just like the manosphere. Oh, don't ever look it up. <laughs> <laughs> All we can tell you is stay away from these types of men. Yes. Um, they have like a, a they just, if you look at a guy and he just looks unkept, and I'm not just saying that like he's not groomed, but like he just looks like there's that this, killer instinct. There's this just danger about him. Please don't even like. Just stay away. Just run the opposite safety. direction. Yeah. All right, girl. What else you got? It's kitten fishing. All right. Um, I Belmar's literally just explained this to me, and I think it's hilarious. <laughs> so basically, my definition of it is like my short-term definition of that is a white lie, like a like a little white lie on your mm -hmm. dating profile, like where you kind of inflate whatever you're doing, like oh, like like you said, like oh, I'm in medical school, but you're really just pre-med or something, <laughs> or I uh have this is a six-inch dick, but you really only have like four, four. <laughs> or something like that i'm a grower not a shower <laughs> no. all right anybody else have any definition so kin fishing is kind of like catfishing where catfishing is just like an outlier by kin fishing just a little white lie to oh you're a doctor thinking well like i have an online doctorate exactly yeah. there you or go. i work at a hospital as a janitor or i went to harvard I just visit, just use the bathroom for five minutes. It's basically minutes. a nicer version of catfishing. Exactly. Um, does anybody have any kitten fishing stories? Nobody had any incel stories, right? Good God. Yeah, um, I just read stories. Yeah, no, I don't have any kitten fishing stories either. Um, all right, what else we got? Love bombing. All right, what do you think that means, uh, Kiwi? Don't, don't you? Losing the lover? Losing the lover? Okay, what do you think that means? I'm thinking, love, here's some flowers, here's some chocolate, here's all my love to you, just boom, here's Ooh. all my love. All right, oh, I can agree with her definition. Shower of love. I like it, what is this? They say it's the point of Blake's craving of affection at the very beginning, only to, talk, only to totally lose interest once the enemy has been captured. Ah, so does anybody have any love bombing stories? I do not. I mean, the only thing I can think of is that it's one of the initiations to join a cult. Wow, that sounds 
It's actually hella true. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking that's how R. Kelly got girls to go into sex. Cole could be thinking, I love you. Give him some, go on trips, give him some nice clothes. Mm-hmm. And then once they capture him, he just do what he wants. Yeah. Um, Sounds like, well, I don't know if I should compare it to like, oh. Scientology? Maybe. Or like, getting that sugar daddy vibe. The sugar daddy? Oh. Yeah. I mean, you could if you wanted to. Um, I would say as advice for both um, kid and fishing, always vet your people on your dating apps before you uh, buy. <laughs> and for love bombing, I would say uh, limit the like affection. Like if a man comes on to you or a woman and they're just like, oh my God, I bought you a watch. Oh my God, I bought you a TV. Oh my God, you just say no. Be like, uh, I can't accept yeah, any of those things. We I have don't have space too. Right, yeah. exactly. Like I don't really know you like that. So there we go. What else we got? Pansexual. Oh yes. All right. Does somebody want to describe what they think pansexual? You just love the person no matter their identity, regardless of their gender, their sex. Perfect. Yeah. I was just saying pansexual is like you love someone besides their gender or their expression of the gender because you know i'm thinking with bisexual it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman but i think pansexual doesn't matter if you're on a spectrum right so you, you could probably be a, could be a guy trans, yeah. yeah you could be uh so whatever what they label whatever they label yeah um does anybody have any pansexual stories no mm-hmm. um there's nothing i can really offer for people like if you don't know what pansexual means look it up um and if you don't think you want to be in a relationship with somebody pansexual, like, be open about that. Be like, oh, I I don't really know what it means. I don't think I, I don't know if I want to be with somebody who loves everybody regardless. It's like they could love somebody that's even in a polygamous relationship. We are about to talk about polyamorous. Um, who wants <laughs> to define polyamorous for, I'll define it, actually. It's when you, because I, I'm pretty sure everybody here knows what that means, but polyamorous is when you're in a relationship, um, like a relationship with more than two people and y'all all love each other equally. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, does anybody have any other definitions or uh, stories about polyamory? I don't, but I think it was, makes it interesting that with many of these polyamory um, relationships that communication must be important mm-hmm. on fleek or mm-hmm. really <laughs> on fleek. Yes. But really on top of your game because you have to really communicate thinking, oh, I also want to go date this person and this person and this person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean I know like there's this like kind of famous YouTuber that is actually um I don't know if she's in, she's not in a polyamorous relationship, but she's in an open relationship where she says, like, her and her now husband, like, understand that if they do meet somebody and they are interested in them, mm-hmm. that they will, like, date outside of their relationship. So, um, I have nothing against polyamory. However, if you have something against polyamory, speak up and say so. Um <laughs> If you, I just can't share. Exactly. <laughs> if you know you can't share and your man or your woman is trying to be all like, oh, hey, uh, I want to have a threesome, and then this bitch sticks around. <laughs> or well, this bastard. Okay right side, right. Like, then you need to put your foot down and be like, oh, I did not sign up for this shit. So, yeah. be perfect in front. Ooh, what is Roachy. this one? All right, what do you think this means, um, Belmars? Don't cheat. <laughs> She's probably already cheating. I don't know. I'm just thinking roaches are gross. Yeah. I mean, just thinking about it, I'm just thinking being sneaky. Being sneaky? <laughs> yes. Or what do you think it means, Kiwi? 
All of those roaches are disgusting insects. Mm -hmm. I just think maybe it's like they just the person that goes on strongly onto that predator mm -hmm. that you think disgusts you so strongly, but they just can't feel like you have a hard time avoiding them. They're just there. They're there. They're just pussed to you. Um, I would say that it's somebody that keeps coming back. Like, you can't get rid of them because roaches are really hard to kill. <laughs> well, they can also come in man. Station. Like, oh my gosh, that'd be terrible. Yeah, they can come in infestation. Yeah, okay, what do we got, Delmar? So me. They say if you find your partner hasn't cheated on you but has been casually found someone else inside and shifts the blame by saying they didn't realize you were, you were monogamous, they are roaches. Term applied, it's not a nice thing to do. Oh, I see. Does anybody have any roaching stories then? No. I just had like bad experiences with roaches growing up and like in apartments. I'm thinking, yeah, I just can't do roaches. And I, I can roaches. tell if someone grew up with roaches, if they put their cups upside down, I'm thinking, okay, you probably grew up with roaches or you have roaches. Mm. I just can't do it. Right, but kiwi, no stories, nothing. No, I don't have any either. Uh, roaching, I would say for people like, listen, if you just started a relationship and the, your whatever is looking for like on still has dating apps, I would either be like, uh, you have two choices. You can either get rid of those, or we can get rid of each other. <laughs> Bye. So put your foot down. All right, what's this one? Sex interview. I'm gonna try to guess what that is. <laughs> it's when you have a date type setting and you basically interview somebody you basically ask some, somebody questions about if you would rather if you'd want to be in a relationship like if you want to have a sexual or otherwise relationship with them am i close yeah they say they seem for an interview for sex but increasingly some millennials are using sex as a determiner whether or not they you want to bother getting to know the person in the first place. This is a sex interview. While it has some logic to it, it's all very loose and romantic. Does anybody have any sex interview stories? Um, the first thing you think of is like a dick, dick appointment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> which some people use. Um, I mean, I did have some experience with a fuckboy with uh, one dude who's into like an open relationship with his girlfriend. Send me his dick. So I'm thinking, oh, like, God, you I know, I never... Man. It was even worse that, oh, yeah, I've never been with a black girl, you know. We're kind of open-minded. Wow. You're fetishizing your own bitch. Okay, bitch. so my advice to that is. Yes. I remember this one girl. It was like a BuzzFeed article where she does receive a lot of dick pitch because she's just really pretty. So she just draws on the I remember page. that. So yes. you can do that and yes. send it back to those guys. I would, yeah, like, that's good. It's a creative way. Yes, I would say you can have a sex interview. I don't know why, what's wrong with that. I sometimes, I do that to guys that I'm not even, like, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out if I'm interested. I'm pretty much doing that to a guy right now. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> like, I'm trying to figure out if he's freaky or not. Like, what do you, so, like, did you do anything with ropes when you were, like, doing that? No? <laughs> what about um, like do you have like a police type thing are you like, did you like so dressing up when you were kids <laughs> name a time that you couldn't finish <laughs> can you tell me about you know any of the things that you liked to do in the bedroom do no? you, where do you see yourself coming in five years exactly <laughs> Why not? No, I mean some, some people are really like sexual compatibility is very important to them alright what else we got? Situationship. Okay, uh, let's define that, because everybody knows what that is, pretty much. 
But I love it. Are you picking? <laughs> well, you said let's define it because I think everyone knows that. Yeah. Well, do you not know what a situationship is? Probably not. So oh. I'm read this. All right. What sure. about you, Delmar? Well, I'm guessing situationship is with when you're with someone and you're not sure where they are, mm-hmm. which I guess I can also flow into the term DTR to find the relationship. Yes. Where I'm thinking, okay, I'm not sure where we stand because, you know. Oh, okay. So that's what the term. Uh-huh. Yeah, so you're not sure where you stand because you know with certain labels come different expectations. Come yes. like girlfriend, boyfriend. Maybe good communication skills on that. Yeah, um, I have no. Well, yes, I do. The last guy was texting. See, everything goes back to this fucker. Um, <laughs> where I had no idea what the hell he was doing, and I'm like, are you like trying to flirt with me? Are you trying to date me? Like, what are you doing? Okay, well, I'm thinking with situationship. I guess it was like that with a guy before my new so I'm just going to call him McLovin. All right. So with Nick Lovin and I, because we went to school together and he kind of used the coming to America's um, excuse. Yeah, yeah, because we didn't want to know because I kind of joked about probably me being his girlfriend, but he would never say that. And I guess he didn't want to use labels what we were. So he had you in total situationship mode. Yes. Goddamn um, Nicola. I don't know if this is interesting. It's just boring, but. Is this about your husband? Yeah. Is this a husband story? All right, tell it. Like, we met online, a gaming forum. Basically, mm-hmm. we were all interested in the game called Golden Sun, and he is the head moderator. He created it. So. She likes men with power. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> just because he's a Leo does not mean anything. Wow, I didn't even say that, and she just added more fuel to the fire. <laughs> okay, look, when I think of Leo, I also think of President Donald Trump. That's gross. Don't Leo's is either you make it or break it. It's either you're a great leader or you're a terrible leader. There's no in between, yeah. in my personal opinion. Mister right. McLovin was also but Leo. Anyways, back to the guy that fucked boy the before was a Leo. Um, girls don't date Leo. Okay, um, go on. <laughs> date a Leo depends if you're compatible because I'm a water sign, he's a fire sign. Yeah, I also am a water sign. Okay, I'm a Libra. She's so, an air sign, she's fine. So fire and water don't mix. Wait, no, do not compare me with President Donald Trump. Okay, that'd be gross. Nobody said anything about that. Okay, keep going. Oh, you didn't mention okay. Just Leos are, I'm sorry, Leos are not so, for me. So situationship, so if you're like a situation with me in this Okay, level, so back to my story. Yeah, was, finish your story. I think I was a freshman in high school, yes. Like, that's when I first had, like, a conversation with them. And then I think in 2008, when I started developing a major crush on him, I started to realize that. And then we were starting to, like, flirt back and forth. And then we kept in touch with each other via MSN, Messenger, when it (laughs) used to be active back in the days. Uh, And then we would also play these silly truth or dare games via video chat. And that's how we got to know each other better, but at the same time, I wasn't really sure how we would define our relationship. Listen, we were telling her that they were dating, like, way before they admitted they were dating. I guess they were in a situationship, well, without the sex. Yeah. Um, but I'm guessing they just call it a pseudo-relationship. Yeah, that's what they, she kept calling it, a pseudo-relationship. I remember that. I was like, you're dating. <laughs> <laughs> Look at her. Don't roll your eyes. That's what you were doing. <laughs> All right. Anyway, what's our next term? Stealthing. Do you know what this is? No. Kiwi, guess. Don't look. We know like what it is. Someone being sneaky on you, like trying to hide a relationship. Do you want to define it, or should I? 
I like the website. Best life. Uh-huh. Just the act of taking a condom off during sex without you letting your partner know you've done it. Her face wow, is terrible. It is terrible. Um, I mean, I do know like some hood rats on my um, Facebook who try to think, okay, we have a baby, so therefore we have a future together because he's going to take care of me. I'm thinking, no, oh, it doesn't work goodness. like that. It makes me want to have birth control. <laughs> Didn't get it, girl. Nobody's stopping. Oh, because <laughs> I have the IUDs. Nice. Uh, does anybody have any stealthing stories? I hope God, not God. No, no. I would have Yeah. I mean, not personally, I but I do like. have a cousin who's like every negative stereotype you can think about, and a black woman rolled into one. Wow. Like she's fat. She doesn't want to work. She wants to live on food stamps and public housing. Um, she has. Two kids with two different baby daddies. None of them want anything to do with her. So, and I think she said the first guy that she was with, he said, no, we're not serious. And I'm so she, she got pregnant and thinking, so. <laughs> yeah. And then I think another guy came out of jail and he's with wow. a woman named Sparkle. who used to be a stripper, wow. but now I think she works for the post office. Great. Such a come up story. Um, <laughs> I have no selling stories, um, but that was a great one. So how do you follow that up? <laughs> um, uh, I would say to women, oh, my God, if a man, listen, I don't even know, like, what type of advice to give to women uh, or women identifying people who get, like, who. Don't stealth men or women. Yeah, if you're not in like, that. Type. Okay, consensual relationship when it yeah. comes to mm-hmm. having sex. Look, seriously, that is key term here. Clear communication is That's number right. one in any kind of relationship. Don't be okay? a dirtbag and t- like don't be a douchebag and take the condom like bitch. Yeah, All don't right. let her take it off and don't let anyone nut in you without permission. Exactly. Yes. High five. Yeah. Going on. Moving on. All right. What else we got? Submarine. Okay. You know. Don't look. Yes. <laughs> what is it? I guess when they want to, the ghosts and just pop up and get back up. Pop up like, hey, how's it going, Marina? Um, <laughs> what was that neckline? <laughs> wow, uh, I don't have any. Submarining. That sounds weird. It's it sounds like when someone tries to get too deep with you and then they go up really quickly, like they and then they like just kind of ghost you really quickly or something. Yeah, that they say through longer periods of time. So mm-hmm. I'm guessing when you matter like six plus months and then just come back up. Yeah, and then they're like, okay, bye. Like they they try to like it seems like they try to establish something and then they, they just, just disappear. Back out of All right, what does Ashley mean? Yeah, say it's when someone breaks up with you or ghosts you and then just pops back up your life after lengthy sounds as nothing had happened. Oh, I thought that was zombieing. Probably could be because a lot of these sound very similar. All right, mm-hmm. so uh, nobody has any submarining stories, uh, do they? Well, like did they? Oh, well, for me, <laughs> I'll just call him Liam. Mm-hmm. So I think I told y'all guys the story anyways about like what happened like last fall. Mm-hmm. So it was just me and my ex. We broke up back in I think 2014. Maybe. Yeah, that sounds. Yeah, right. somewhere around there. And all of a sudden he messages me back on Facebook, even though I wasn't. I deleted him as a friend on social media. Mm-hmm. You know. But he could still contact me via Facebook Messenger. Yeah, yeah. So I was shocked to hear back from him. Like, he already has a girlfriend, and he just updated me with, like, what's been going on. So I'm just like, this is so weird. I'm already married. How did I bring this up naturally, even though I have not heard from him in, like, the last three, four years or so? 
it was just strange. But looking at the picture and my last name should have been obvious, you know. But was but he, he just... contacting you for sexual reasons? No, not for sexual reasons. It was just weird to hear back from your ex. Yeah. So that's just my story when it comes to submarine. Listen, for some advice for the ladies and lady identifiers, um, just if somebody tried to submarine you, just block them. You should have yeah. blocked them before anyway, but just block them again. Yeah, I blocked them. Unblock them, cuss them out, and then block them again. <laughs> yeah, I blocked them, Liam. So it's just, I'll never hear back from them ever again on Facebook Messenger. Yeah. All right. What's the last one? Micro-cheating. I'm going to define it. Micro-cheating is when your significant other does, doesn't does outright cheat, but he does things that seem like cheating. Like, he is like, on, like, yeah. The, let's say, for example, y'all guys are in the middle of wanting to make love. But wow, his you're taking this to a place focus, that I did not want to go. <laughs> but his focus is, like, on his phone, and he's talking to some other interesting dude. Maybe on I love how you're like a dude. I was going to say, well, maybe he could be bisexual or pansexual. I don't know. I'm just saying whatever is, like, the first pronoun that comes to mind. That was beautiful. Um, <laughs> Yes. It's basically if he's, like, on dating apps or he talks to, like, a co-worker too much or like something like that like or he still has them that's what i define as micro cheating does anybody else have anything else that they want to add to that yeah they said unlike cheating micro cheating involves engaging in a series of seemingly harmless gestures that would nonetheless hurt your partner they found out like messages to keep girl on instagram or going with a hot guy in your office yeah for it to be for it to be micro cheating the case has to be something bad enough to do at the height of your partner as you bring yes. up relationships you say well it might be innocuous it can also lead to actual cheating down the road and foster mm-hmm. jealousy and distress along the way all right, so does anybody read micro-cheating stories? No. No, no neither do I. My advice to the ladies and lady identifiers for micro-cheating is, I think it depends on you. If you catch your dude or woman micro-cheating, um, obviously you need to have a conversation about it and be like, hey, um, why do you have so many text messages from your coworker? Uh, and then you either need to figure out, well, do I split now? Um, well, it also depends how long you've been in a relationship. Like if you just started, I would say girl, bye. But like, if you've been in a relationship with this person for years and years, and then they all of a sudden start doing this, then that's when you sit down and you have a conversation and you're like, okay, what's going on? Do we need to talk about something? Like, are you bored? What do we, what needs to happen? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It also depends on the foundation because you can have a long relationship, but if it's like a rocky relationship, right. it's probably not going to be a good one. Thinking you probably should just split this. Right. It's dead on arrival. Yeah, before it becomes actual cheating. So, yes, my advice would be have a conversation and don't micro cheat, obviously. Okay, and also I want to add some more terms. It's not on here, but friends with benefits slash fuck buddies. Um, <laughs> I don't have any experience with that, but that's obviously when you're friends with somebody and you just sleep with them. Yeah. Yes. So it's like a no stress relationship. Mm-hmm. Don't put a label on it. It's uh, sex. If you want to have that, ladies, go ahead and do it. I have no stories about that though. I can't really. So. I mean, I. I mean, I have been guys ask me like back in like college. <laughs> To be like a friend with benefits situation. I'm oh thinking, yeah, I've had people on dating apps ask me before to do that. I'm thinking, I don't know, I never had an actual relationship, so it's just kind of weird, kind of to go like, yeah into that straight sex when I never even had sex. Right. So and, that's fair. Um. Uh. Let's see. What else do you have? 
define the relationship or D O D F R. Uh, define the relationship. Uh, DFR. DTR, yeah. I think. Uh, no, that's down to well, yeah, DFR. Define. Oh, oh, DTR. Yeah, DTR. Define the relationship. Oh yeah, did I say DTF? Both. Um, I have asked the last guy, the Leo, to do that before, and he was like, "Oh, we're just friends who flirt with each other occasionally," and I'm like, "Okay, no." Um, we're not gonna do that anymore. We're just gonna be friends, and you're not gonna flirt with me. <laughs> um, I've heard of them. In I mean, I did ask like McLovin when I was getting dressed from him, and <laughs> when I was putting my clothes on. Hey, what are we? <laughs> <laughs> do you want? Yeah, I'm thinking so, McLovin. Um, so should we like are we dating, or are you going to do something else after this? ladies don't let that happen if you want a relationship you need to go in saying that like bitch we're not just fucking like we're either gonna be a relationship yeah. or this pussy is walking away okay mm-hmm. i just made it clear with my heavy double a ron but well <laughs> but i would not like take off my clothes for you until a ring was first, on it well during the first year of our relationship at least oh yeah that's right y'all did do some premarital naughty things, but well, whatever. And she wasn't, she wasn't getting down and dirty. Okay, let's just make this clear. I cared about losing my virginity after marriage. Exactly. She said, marriage life. she said, if you but like it, then you should have put a ring on it. <laughs> I've done my things. So. Oh, I thought like somebody was knocking, and I was like, no. I think all that's right. for the next room. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh. Let's do some Reddit relationships really quick before they kick us out. Okay. Yay. Yay. Okay. Where's what I pulled up? You want to go first or you want me to go first? Find the one about the gay girl. <laughs> well, we probably only have time for one. So, do you want to do the one about mom freaking out over about a sex shop visit, or do you want to do another one? Sex shop visit. Sex shop visit. That. Okay, I will try to go as fast as possible. Um. Okay. So, a few months back, this 19 year old went to a sex shop with her boyfriend. Um. Uh. They went as a couple. They were exploring their sexuality. Um. And so she has no problem. Um, they always make sure they're using protection. They're very careful. Um, so she lives with her parents, obviously, because she's 19 and the fuck years old. Um, she's saving up to move out. In the past, my mom has made it clear that she doesn't want them fooling around in the house, which is totally fair because it's their house. Um, they've had whole conversations about it before. Their family is Christian and she's not. Um, and it's important because their views on sexuality are different. Fast forward yesterday, her mom was looking through her stuff and she discovered her stash of condoms and lube. Mm. Oh no. That, that night when I got back from work, she asked to talk to her. Um, it was a very uncomfortable conversation and she told her about it. And then she told her, yeah, we went to a sex shop. And then she got super mad. Uh, she asked me, how could you take your boyfriend to such a place? You're poisoning his mind with perverse thoughts of other women by taking him there. What the fuck? I told her that we both made the decision to go into the store as a couple, but she countered that by accusing me of manipulating him to fulfill my sexual desires. Wow. She said that she knows I watch porn. So does everybody else. I do it once in a while. She told me that I had no idea what I was getting myself into. She told me that I was a pervert and that pedophiles watch porn. No, they don't. Your husband probably watches porn behind your back. She asked if I wanted to be a pedophile. She said a bunch of other fucked up things, as she does when she gets angry like this. I don't look at illegal or crazy shit, and I'm not into that stuff. 
I think most people watch porn from time to time, and I don't see a problem with it. Neither does the rest of society. I didn't argue with her, though, because of how, because how am I supposed to compose a rational argument when she's basically in a circus? Same, girl. That's not the end of it, though. She told my family about it, and so she's locked herself in a room out of sheer embarrassment. I'm sorry, girl. This sounds like a mommy dearest type shit. I know this makes my mom look really bad, but she's not a horrible person. She's done a lot for her. She appreciates her. Anyway, she's asking, how do I get out of this house ASAP? If she's overreacting, I just need your advice. Too long to read my mom freaked out over seeing my sex stuff I bought at a sex shop. She said a bunch of crazy shit to me, and I don't want to leave. Girl, I understand. Okay, I want to leave right now, but it has nothing to do with sexual things. At all. <laughs> um, so, uh, Kiwi, do you have any advice for this girl who wants to move out of her mom's house because she embarrassed the fuck out of her? Uh, if she can afford to live on her own, then that's great. Go live like, with your boyfriend, move, girl. Move far, far away from your family, as far as possible, honestly. Because you don't want to deal with toxic people in your life. So that's the best advice I can give you. Yeah, all right, Belmaris, what do you have to say? Yeah, I'm thinking it is a toxic, because I'm guessing your mom's very, I'm thinking she's in her 50s, so she's very headset in her way. I mean, yeah. I'm thinking that was a hella overreaction. Oh, yeah, like, how are you going to say somebody's a pedophile just because they watch porn? <laughs> this is not Car R. Kelly type shit. I'm not keeping kids in my basement, bitch. Okay? Um... um. So I'm thinking, yeah, I can understand where she's coming from. So um, I'm thinking if you could, out of sheer embarrassment, probably save up to get out ASAP. Hey probably get some roommates to save money or something. Yeah, go live with your boyfriend, and then you can have all the sex and go to all the sex shops you want, girl. Um, she's like, oh, you're definitely not overreacting. I, My whole thing is a lot of people think, I think, because they're their parents, that it is okay for them to kind of say these things to you like it's fine especially when they have these reactions like this but my whole thing is about respect i don't care how old you are i don't care how young you are um i'm a person just like you are i'm a human being you will not disrespect me if you disrespect me then i mean you could you can i'm not gonna have a relationship with you until you figure out i'm gonna tell you what you did wrong and if you decide that you don't want to um rethink whatever options or whatever choices you just said then we can pause our relationship until you figure that the fuck out. But you're not gonna sit up here and call me a pedophile. There's no way I would let anybody call me a fucking pedophile. Okay, I would be I would have been like, well mama, I would be like those those memes where the women shove the breadsticks in their purse and leave like really quickly. <laughs> I'd be like, well, uh I will see you later because um I'm not gonna be called a fucking pedophile and I would go and to a hotel for the night. I'm like, I'll call you later uh, and maybe we can talk about this. But right now you're fucking off your rocker. If you think you're going to call me a pedophile and I'm just going to stay in this goddamn house. Okay? So, yes, I would advise you move out as quickly as possible because your mama is uh, a lot. Um, extra to deal with. Extra. So, um, do you have anything else that you want to say to this? Yeah, I'm thinking probably move out. Um, mm -hmm. Hopefully get your affairs in order, make sure, and probably if your boyfriend's living with alone, probably move in with him. I'm not sure how stable your relationship is, but I'm guessing you're quite comfortable around each other with sexual matters. Oh, yeah. So I'm thinking you're 19, you are legally an adult, so I'm thinking probably um, get out, because I'm guessing unless you want to handle embarrassment for the next couple of months. Yeah, girl. Um, I would just move out just on the basis that she called me a fucking pedophile. I'm sorry, I'm really mad about that. 
<laughs> I'm about to get R. Kelly mad again. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, I would suggest you move out because it's only gonna get worse. Like, she's probably going to hang this over your head if she's the type of person I think she is um, for a good long while. So, um, yeah, good luck to you, girl. Um, good luck with saving that money and move out because uh, that's the shit. Um, yes. All right. Do you have any closing thoughts before we leave? Yeah. So happy Women's History Month. Hell yeah. Yes. And International Women's Day. Hopefully fight for empowerment of all women. Yes. No matter if you're able-bodied, cisgender, transgender, and mm-hmm. just continue towards that. Yeah. Um. Have a good week, everybody. Uh. Remember to always confront your problems and be grateful for all the things that you've been given and that you have in your life and all your opportunities. And um, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. And thank you guys for having Kiwi here. Yes. Thanks for joining Thanks us. Thanks for joining Kiwi. us, Kiwi. Uh, Actually, I just decided to crash. It. She literally just crashed our podcast. <laughs> but it's always nice to have guests. Exactly. Yes, I love it. We definitely want to have. Am I like more. the first guest, like ever? No. Okay. I know. This is just so terrible. Like no. Um. But uh. All right. Uh. uh we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, bye. We'll see bye. y'all guys next week. Bye. Are you coming? Bye. <laughs>